bullying. It's a pervasive and damaging social issue that affects individuals of all ages, backgrounds, and walks of life. It takes various forms and manifests in different environments from schools to workplaces to online spaces and communities. While it's not a new phenomenon, its impact has gained significant attention in recent years due to its harmful consequences on mental and emotional well-being. This episode delves into the dynamics of bullying, its consequences, and strategies to combat this problem to create a safer and more inclusive world for everyone. So what is the definition of bullying? Bullying can be defined as a repeated or intentional aggressive behavior directed towards another individual or group where there is an imbalance of power. This imbalance can be physical, social, psychological, making it difficult for the victim to defend themselves. The behavior can take various forms, including verbal harassment, physical aggression, social exclusion, spreading rumors, and cyberbullying. Personally, I've had to deal with bullying not only in my childhood, but in my adult life as well. I faced ridicule in school because I didn't wear the name brand clothing of the day. I remember a guy my senior year who just had it out for me. I didn't know what I had done to this individual. There was no particular reason for him to dislike me. Yet I faced a daily barrage of insults. I was called things that I just can't repeat on here, even to the point of being threatened with physical violence. In the workplace, as an adult, I have been subjected to bullying in several different forms over the years. Fortunately, I have never had to suffer from bullying over an extended period of time. It's been a very, very small percentage of my life. But I have experienced it enough in my lifetime to realize the negative effects it can have on somebody. I know what it's like to be bullied. Now, let's examine some of the types of bullying. First of all, there's verbal bullying, which is name-calling, using hurtful and derogatory names to belittle someone, teasing, making fun of someone's appearance, mannerisms, or interests in a hurtful way, taunting by provoking someone through insults or mocking remarks, and threats expressing intentions to do harm, frighten, or intimidate someone. And then there's physical bullying. Physical bullying is hitting physically striking someone to cause pain or injury, pushing, forcing, or shoving someone forcefully, often leading to physical harm, tripping, deliberately causing someone to fall by obstructing their path. Then we also have social bullying. That is exclusion, purposefully leaving someone out of a social situation, be it an activity, group, or conversations, spreading rumors, sharing false or embarrassing information about someone to damage their reputation, or ignoring or the silent treatment, which is intentionally refusing to acknowledge or speak to someone as a way of isolating them. Next, we have cyberbullying, which is harassment online, sending hurtful messages, threats, derogatory comments through social media, email, or other digital platforms. Trolling, which is posting provocative or offensive content online to provoke emotional responses from others. Then we have doxing, which is sharing someone's private information, such as their address, phone number, or online information without their consent. 
prejudicial bullying. That is racial bullying, targeting someone based on their race or ethnicity using racial slurs or stereotypes. Homophobic or transphobic bullying, which is harassing individuals based on their sexual orientation or gender identity. The last example of prejudicial bullying is religious bullying, which is mocking or demeaning someone's faith, beliefs, or religious practices. As adults, we can face workplace bullying, which is undermining, sabotaging someone's work reputation or efforts to create a hostile work environment, belittling, consistently diminishing someone's opinions, contributions, or abilities, and intimidation, using threats, aggression, or manipulation to control or demean colleagues. We also see bullying in dating relationships, which is controlling behavior, dictating who someone can interact with, what they can wear, or where they can go. Then we have emotional manipulation in relationships. That's guilt-tripping, threatening, or using emotional tactics to exhort control over another partner. We also see cyberbullying within relationships, which is harassing or embarrassing a partner through a digital means. And the most heartbreaking example is childhood bullying, school bullying, teasing, physical aggression, or social exclusion among classmates. Playground bullying, which is targeting children during recess or other recreational activities. Cyberbullying among children also takes place, using digital platforms to spread rumors, insults, or threats. These examples illustrate the diversity of bullying behaviors ranging from physical acts to psychological manipulation. It's important to recognize that bullying is harmful regardless of its form and taking action to prevent and address it is crucial for creating a safe and inclusive environment. The consequences of bullying can be severe and long-lasting for both the victim and the perpetrator. Victims often experience anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, and even suicidal thoughts. Bullying can lead to long-term psychological scars that affect someone even into adulthood. Victims are often embarrassed to discuss the problems they are facing. Bullying can interfere with academic performance and career development. Victims may experience difficulty concentrating and developing healthy relationships. Grades can be affected as the victim struggles with the problems that they are facing. Bullying can cause physical health issues. Constant stress from bullying can lead to physical health problems such as headaches, stomach aches, and sleep disturbances. Social isolation is very common with individuals who have been bullied. Victims of bullying may withdraw from their social interactions, leading to isolation and loneliness, separating themselves even from family members. Perpetrators of bullying are also at risk. Engaging in bullying behavior can lead to a cycle of violence and antisocial behavior in their own lives, resulting in legal problems both as juveniles and later in life as adults. So how do we combat bullying? Well, education and awareness is key. Raising awareness about the various forms of bullying, their impact, and strategies to prevent them is essential. Schools, workplaces, and communities should implement anti-bullying programs. Open communication that encourages open dialogue about bullying can create a safe space for victims to speak out and for bystanders to intervene. It is important to foster empathy. 
Teaching empathy and understanding from an early age can help create a culture of respect and kindness. Then we need strong policies. Schools, workplaces, and online platforms should have a clear and strict anti-bullying policy in place with consequences for those who engage in such behavior. We need to establish support systems. Providing counseling services, helplines, mental health resources can help victims cope with the aftermath of bullying. When we witness bullying, we need to exercise bystander intervention. We need to empower bystanders to step in and support victims and discourage bullies and change the dynamics of the situation. And finally, inclusion and diversity can go a long way. Promoting inclusivity and celebrating diversity can help combat prejudice-based bullying. You know, the act of bullying will probably never disappear from society, but we can do everything we possibly can as individuals to stop it when we see it. In the Bible, we see several instances of bullying where individuals or groups mistreat others through various forms of aggression, intimidation, or manipulation. Here are a few examples. We see the story of Joseph and his brothers in Genesis chapter 37. Joseph's brothers resented him due to their father's favoritism toward Joseph. They strip him of his coat, which symbolized their father's affection for him, and they sold him into slavery in Egypt. Their actions involved physical aggression, manipulation, and they deceived their father into thinking that Joseph was killed by a wild animal. We also look at David and Goliath in 1 Samuel chapter 17. Goliath, a Philistine warrior, bullies the Israelites by challenging them to send a champion to fight him single-handedly. He taunts and threats and creates fear among the Israelites until David, a young shepherd boy, steps forward to confront him and defeats him with a single blow to the head with a stone that he had specially selected for the occasion. We also see in the New Testament that persecution of early Christians in the Acts of the Apostles. Early Christians faced various forms of persecution, including threats, imprisonment, and violence from religious leaders and authorities. A gentleman by the name of Saul, who later became known as the Apostle Paul, participated in the persecuting of Christians, even having them put to death. But after Paul's conversion on the road to Damascus, we see a changed man, who champions Christianity. These examples illustrate how bullying behaviors, including physical harm, emotional manipulation, and abuse of power, have been present even in biblical times. They often serve to highlight themes of morality, justice, and the human capacity for cruelty, while also emphasizing the importance of empathy, compassion, and the pursuit of righteousness. Bullying is a deeply ingrained societal problem that demands collective action. By fostering understanding, empathy, and open communication, we can create an environment where bullying is not tolerated. It is the responsibility of individuals, communities, schools, workplaces, and policymakers to work together to build a safer world where everyone can thrive without fear of harassment or harm. Help victims find safety tell bullies their behavior is hurtful and unacceptable, and refer your community to resources. Here's a pro tip. You can always tell someone to dial 
741-741 when they think they might need help. Again, that number is 741-741. This is a crisis text line, and it's here to help with bullying. You can also go to the website stopbullying.gov, which provides information from various government agencies on bullying, cyberbullying, prevention, and response. Again, that is stopbullying.gov. Well, that's all for today's episode of the Fulfilling Walk podcast. Remember, you can make a difference by intervening if you come across a situation involving a bully. If you are the victim of a bully, ask for help. If you are a child, ask an adult. If you are an adult, seek help through your employee assistance program or your human resources department. Also, the information mentioned previously for help will be listed in the episode's description on our profile page, so you'll be able to get those numbers there. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more curious minds like yourself. Also, visit our website at www.thefulfillingwalkpodcast.com. That's www.thefulfillingwalkpodcast.com. If you would like to support this podcast, click on the support button located on our profile page. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, take care of yourselves and each other.